0: Hey, welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagan, and I am so glad you're here. We get to hear another story, and our story comes from Milan, Italy today. I love this. Miss Barbara Aladia is the press and communications officer for the Italian Football League that I coached in, but more importantly than that, she's the mother of the quarterback that I coached over there, Andrea's mom. So You get a perspective of how a mother feels, but also a great perspective on how to uh, put this league together and help promote this Italian football league. She's very instrumental in helping the players get to uh, the international players pathway sponsored through the NFL, which is where I worked down in uh, Bradenton, Florida last spring. And that's basically how I got to Italy. So anyways, I'm going to let her tell you her story And just sit tight, listen in, laugh along with us, and let's welcome Miss Barbara to another rep. Let's go! What time is it there, Miss Barbara?
1: Oh, it's half past five. Almost time for me to go to the gym.
0: (laughs) That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another rep. I have Barbara Alaria from Italy and uh, she was my quarterback's mom and she also well i'll let you tell everybody what you did for the league you go ahead barbara you tell everybody
1: yes thank you first of all thank you very much for inviting me it's a big honor also because you told me yesterday that i'm the very first lady to be invited to your podcast that's right oh, something great wow
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: I've been working for the Italian Federation of American Football for, let's say, six years now, and I'm in charge with the uh, Press and Communication Office. Uh, that's officially. That Unofficially, I'm, I'm <laughs> helping them to go through a lot of things, uh, mainly uh, helping them with uh, international federations, or organizations like the NFL, the Canadian Football League, and trying to uh, build some good relationships abroad and trying to grow this uh, this sport here in, in, in our country which is not so easy.
0: What, what uh, do you why do you like
1: football? Uh, as, as most of, of this sport discipline, this quite exotic discipline fascinated me because my former husband uh, was a player uh, back in the in the 80s. And um, so I, 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 got, I got to know the, the sport back in the, tw- in the 80s. I fell in love with, uh, with it immediately because it was so strange, so complicated, but it was just like playing chess. And, um, and then, you know, although it is not my comfort zone because I'm, I'm a former swimmer. I my comfort zone is swimming. I was a, a swimmer, I, I was a swim coach. And uh, I struggled to to have my kids become swimmers as well. I almost almost managed to to convince Andrea to be a swimmer until 12 years old. Then the football... (laughs) (laughs) yes, And it was impossible to to, to restrain him from from trying. And uh, that's all. I, I mean, I had just a a between my my former husband stopping playing and my son starting it but uh i, I was back again and, yeah uh, then fed, federation asked me to help and okay so, so how
0: because your former husband was connected to football they thought you you would want to help
1: yeah, of course, uh, of course. Uh, it's, it's most of, of of the wives do, or girlfriends and wives, yes. so they follow the <laughs> the love.
0: What's your contact with the NFL? What I mean, how do you how do you work that? And then you did some with the international players uh, yes, program. I mean, that's kind of how we met through that.
1: And yes, exactly. And also with the NFL Academy in London, we have now I think six athletes. Uh, studying and playing there in London and uh, so I try to, to help them through all the, 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 the bureaucratic uh, issues uh, linked yeah. to that and uh, I try to keep in contact also. We call them the Feed-up Ambassadors. Feed-up is the, the name of the Italian Federation of American Football yeah. and uh, try to, to to keep in contact with them to follow the, their, their paths uh, around and uh, because this is a an important uh, way for us to grow the game, because you know that uh, NFL has so many followers in Italy. Uh, oh, is that so right? Yes, a lot. And uh, do you watch it? Yeah, no, I I just to watch the 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 Super Bowl. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But since now they, the pay per view has changed a lot, so it, it is quite difficult. They are changing every year from from Dazon and Sky and and yeah. Fox Sports and Game Pass, and it's a mess. So I follow the the recap. Plus, it's on day. at
0: like it's on at like two o'clock in the morning over there. Or yeah. Midnight, yeah. so it's not as yeah. convenient to watch it live.
1: I read the recaps on Monday morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you know what? Let's talk a little bit about the International Players program because I think that's fascinating. That was my first exposure to it this year when I went down to IMG in Florida, in Bradenton, mm-hmm. Florida, and then I met this big, massive Italian guy named Max Max <laughs> Percher. And so, <laughs> tell me how you met Max. And then I oh, had Max on a podcast already, so his his story's out there. But I'll I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. recap it here briefly. Now,
1: Max is, is is a really special guy because he, he we just had the opportunity to have him in our national team for a couple of games because he, he was as you know he was uh, um, practice. he was doing another sport discipline. It was yeah, handball. handball. He played handball. Yeah, handball. Yes. And uh, he was fascinated by football through the NFL images, uh, uh, through the TV. And uh, he, he was involved in, in um, by, by one of his teachers. Uh, but he played, mainly played in Austria, in, uh, in, in his book. So not in Italy. Uh, he started playing with us, with the national team.
0: He grew so up on the border of... Austria yeah. and Italy. Yeah,
1: Bozen is is close to to Eastbrook. so it is is from from a region close to to the Austrian borders. Yeah. So he, he tried. He started playing there, not in Italy, and uh, he played for the national team. And uh, after a couple of games, he was. He tried with this one of these NFL tryouts uh, in, in Germany. I think.
0: Yeah, like a combine. He was
1: selected, and okay, it's a boom. <laughs> and uh, it's it's something so extraordinary that we, we cannot even believe he, he, he could do that. But he's a hard worker. He's a believer. He's a dreamer, and uh, we're dreaming with him right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. He, Max is, uh, the last time I saw him, and I'm sure he's changed a little bit, is he's like 6'6", maybe 6', I don't know, He's, he's big, and he weighed about 315 pounds, and he was playing tackle, and very, very athletic, at that weight and at that size, very athletic, and the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams selected him, and here's the whole ironic thing, I don't even know if you know this. But the Los Angeles Rams practice at the college that I went to in my hometown in Southern California, Thousand Oaks. And so we were talking, and he's like, Coach, where should I live? And I'm like, I don't don't even know anymore.
1: Uh, He's enthusiastic and now his girlfriend joined him. And so finally, I mean, he was a bit homesick, probably. And with Anna with him now, it's much better. Yeah. I think he's doing well in the practice squad. Always hoping to to, to, to have some uh, spotlight uh, before the end of the championship. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows?
0: You never Sorry. know. I mean, there's so many injuries that occur throughout yeah, an NFL season. It's so difficult.
1: I mean, it's just a huge success to be there. And so yeah. we are all cheering for them. But we also have other players in Division One colleges doing so well. How many and, do
0: you think uh, you'd have and uh,
1: oh, I think 10 or more, but especially one. Uh, um, uh Baldonado Abacuc Baldonado is playing in the Pittsburgh Pits- Panthers Division One College. Okay. He's doing wow, he's doing what so is well it? now. Division one.
0: No, what position?
1: Uh I think he's a defensive end. Okay. Uh, but it's just uh, so good statistics. I I just read uh, an article this morning. Wow, great! He's doing so, and he started playing in Rome. So he's real, uh, yeah. And he was in our junior national team, and then decided to go and try in and Clearwater High School. I uh, think uh, for for a semester. Yeah. And okay, they decided to keep him there. They were he was offered. Um, uh the opportunity to go in colleges and now he's in his fourth year. Uh and he's doing That's
0: pretty
1: fantastic. Habakkuk, Baldonaro is a strange way in the state name, but you will hear him. And yeah, so-
0: how do you think you grow the league, the Italian League, even more? How do you think he- What's well, it's, not
1: easy. it's not easy, coach, because the problem is that I do not know if you know how sport uh, works in Italy and most Europe. Uh, we are under the umbrella of the Italian National Olympic Committee and uh, uh, we are currently an associated discipline. We are probably starting to become a um, full-fledged national federation in in the next few months. And that will mean uh, you will be a huge difference from the economic point of view, because we need money, we need funds. Uh, All the uh, basic activities are carried out by volunteers, by uh, private teams and clubs who are really doing huge efforts to grow the, the game, but we cannot help them. Have no money to help them. Yeah. Coaches, players, everyone is doing that uh, merely on, on on by passion and for pizza. Yeah, they, they really play and coach for pizza here.
0: <laughs> have you read that book, the John? Of Gershaw? course, <laughs>
1: everyone read that book. <laughs> uh,
0: Andrea, I when I first, know that I know when I first met Andrea, he said, "The coach." You need to read the book. <laughs> I said, Absolutely. I yeah. you, you,
1: if you want to, to come to Italy and, and coach or in Europe, you need to read that book because it's a, the perfect picture of the situation here. And so the only way to grow the game is to uh, bring football in the schools. And uh, this is possible only through flag football at the moment because, yeah. of course, it's much easier And um, uh, with the big help we are going to have with uh, the World Games, you know, that flag football has been included in World Games in Birmingham. And maybe in Los Angeles, 2028 and the Olympics, probably flag football will be admitted as a uh, a demonstrative sport. And that might really give the right push because... Otherwise it's it's quite impossible. It's a very a very expensive sport.
0: Yes, so to, it is.
1: To have a 45, 50 people teams. Wow. In the 80s, back in Yeah.
0: 80, mm-hmm. 80,
1: yeah. 80 so, With the helmets
0: and the shoulder pads and the busing yeah. and all that. It it gets yeah. expensive. That's why I think it's such a phenomenal uh, commitment that the Italian League has put forth. You know, it's just it's fun. And then um you know and those guys bring their own cleats and their own pads and their own helmets some of them are duct taped together i was just i'd look at their pads and i'm like are we going to wear these today <laughs> yes sir.
1: i want to tell you something uh, i think three years ago the the michigan university came uh, for yeah. uh, for one week in rome right wolverines and it was something we we helped them uh during that week and it was so where the man, they came with a private um, plane with hundreds of people following them, uh, TV crews and everything. And they had probably a cargo flight full of helmets, pads and everything. And they brought them for us Then they left everything there. It was like, you know, when you go to a developing country and bring, uh, I don't know, sweets or t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly the same impression. So they
0: have a lot of <laughs> Michigan fans in Italy.
1: Uh, developing countries and they gave us uh, cleats and helmets and shoulder pads.
0: Oh, that's and, so nice. <laughs> I actually watched that documentary. It was like a tin
1: Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, it
0: was beautiful. It was it was yeah. beautiful.
1: It was beautiful, but the, the the feeling we had was exactly that. We felt like a developing country in front of
0: them. Well, have you been to America? Have you been here?
1: Just once as a tourist. I was in New York and Miami, but just for a couple of weeks, no more, Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Well, you come to Nashville, you stay, and then we'll go to a football game. And you can be in a, we'll be in, we can go to a Michigan football game in the big house. A hundred, over a hundred thousand people in that game.
1: I think I can cry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about, um. because we don't have a ton of time. But let's talk about your relationship with Andrea, who's your son. He's 20. He just had his birthday. He's 25 now?
1: 25. 25. Yeah, 25.
0: And you put him... He told me you put him in English-speaking school when he was young. um Let's a talk nursery. about... Say that again. It
1: was a nursery school. Oh, a nursery. You, you got
0: him yeah. in there young.
1: Nursery school.
0: So and why that's... did you choose to do that? And, you know, just... Give me your thoughts on all that.
1: Uh, well, you know that when you are so young,
0: you uh, knew he was going to be the starting quarterback on an American-speaking yes. football team, and he needed to know English. No, no,
1: no uh, special. Uh, I, I, I was. I had studied so hard to learn English and other languages, and I said, okay, maybe if he starts as, as a kid, it will not. Uh, have to, to 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 try so hard, yeah. and I was right because it was it is so natural for him. Um, I mean, he just attended the nursery school from three to six. That's all. Yeah. Then for fun, we we spoke English together at home, and I watched uh, English cartoons, and uh, I, I used to sing him English nursery rhymes and so on. But it's all there in his brain. Yeah. But, you know, he have, have a daughter. Andrea is a sister. Yeah, right. She was growing in the same way. But she, she's not so... Um, I mean, she's in- not so at ease with English as he is. I do not know why, but... Yeah. It, it's like that. When
0: did you learn to speak English?
1: Me? I, I learned in, in school, from starting from... Uh, uh, middle school, okay. then college, and then university, interpreter school, and that's yeah. all. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, well, that's fun. So do you do you speak a lot of English with Andrea or mostly Italian?
1: No, uh, now only Italian. Yeah. Uh, when he was a kid, we used to speak English every day uh, because, uh, I mean, I think that that was the only way for him. But it was natural for him. It was an effort. Uh, I, I I couldn't do that with with my daughter. She's four years younger than Andrea, and probably I, I missed that feeling. Andrea was already um, attending the primary school, and it was different. Yeah. And uh, that's my fault probably, but uh, <laughs> I worked with one.
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> no, but she's playing for the football, eh? She's, oh yeah. Yeah, she has just she's just on her own
0: football now. team. She's on a flag football team.
1: She has been selecting from the national team. She will attend the World Championship in Jerusalem in December.
0: Whoa! Yeah. Well, that's where I want to coach. I want to coach in Israel. So if you know any contacts over there, I'd love to go coach. Really? Yeah, yeah
1: got plenty of contacts with uh, with the, um, the the federation there. Yeah, so yeah. I think wants. I
0: should. I think I should just coach in every country and. <laughs>
1: Uh, now yes, broken the glass, and we say that now you uh, uh, coaching in in, in Italy, you can go everywhere.
0: Yeah, but the food won't be as good as Italy.
1: <laughs> but no, but you you can't imagine. We we have signed a a sort of alliance with the Canadian Football League a couple of years ago. We have most countries in the world, and the main aim is to grow football all over the world. Yeah. From Japan. To, to Mexico from, from Israel to Finland and uh, everywhere you, yeah. you, you, I, know. you know what
0: I loved about it is the, the guys are so accepting you know there's no sense of entitlement at all they just want to learn more football and um, it's, it's so fun because I really believe football is a unique sport like you do it brings out the lion in these young men and it and it, you know, it it trains that lion also. It trains them to be calm when you're supposed to be calm, but fight when it's when that lion's supposed to fight. And I love the chess match of football, but I love the violence and the fighting and it, not the fighting, like punching each other, but the, you know, just the scrimmage battle that that goes for taking the land, <laughs> you nice. know, and, and moving that ball and advancing that ball. You know what I did tell Andrea, and I think he should, and I think you can help him start a quarterback camp in Milan. And because Milan, how many people live in Milan? Five million?
1: A lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think he's the perfect guy because he is an Italian quarterback and he was the only Italian quarterback in the whole league. And he has that name, so he's he's got that um, draw, like uh, Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. He doesn't sense that because he's living it. But um, for me to come from another country and to see that, you know, he he's got to be respected as the only Italian quarterback playing in the Division One league in Italy. Other, all the other teams had American quarterbacks that they brought
1: in. But you know, we have many very good Italian quarterbacks here. The problem is that we just have eight to 10 teams in the first division championship, which right. you call league, but we call it first division championship. And the teams prefer to have U.S. quarterbacks leading the team. That's a problem. So Andrea was offered this opportunity and is of course, is accepting it, but, we have also other very good quarterbacks there. And then Andrea at the moment is still uh, play, player-oriented. Yeah. Maybe later, <laughs> but he's player-oriented. And uh, I, I hope he will choose also the coaching uh, path later. But now I don't think he's thinking of... Uh, he's not um, considering himself up to guiding or leading a, a camp for quarterbacks right Uh, well I told
0: him you he'd fly me back over there and I'll help him put it together
1: yeah yeah of of course let me
0: ask you this are there any other um prospects that Mm. you know of that would be candidates for the IPP NFL program the international players pathway program
1: I know that uh, we have one player who has just been invited to an NFL tryout next week in Germany. And I don't know how, um, I don't remember even the name right now, but uh, I will let you know. Um, yeah. The problem, most of them are uh, O-line men. Yeah, or, right. Yeah, so D-line men. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking for those positions especially. Yeah. especially. And in Northern so,
0: Italy, where you live, you live in Milan, yeah. Northern Italy, the uh, uh, the men are a little bit bigger up there. I noticed just from traveling, you know, mm-hmm. they're. I think maybe they have that German DNA in them or something like that. that
1: anyway, DNA. we are trying to also uh, increase the level of our plagues through these collaborations also with the CFL, for example, their, uh, holding uh, these combines uh, yeah. uh, in Italy and in the rest of Europe. The problem, you know what, is uh, both the NFL and the Canadian Football League, uh, and the Canadian Football League uh, they come here to look for players, the best. They are taking the best players from Italy and taking them and leave. don't get give them back home. <laughs> so, it's very nice, but we are losing our best prospects without receiving anything.
0: Anything <laughs> but, in return. No,
1: well, let me no tell money, you this. No money, no help, nothing. Just yeah. a thank you. Very happy for them. But we sometimes we really would like to have them back, maybe to play for the national team. Once they enter the, NFL, Would the national
0: team, let them play after they've been in the NFL for a year or Canadian football. Yes, but, but,
1: but they don't come back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when <laughs> hey, when you miss Barbara, when you can pay them as much as the NFL, they'll come back.
1: Exactly, so <laughs> they love the their home,
0: the, they just can't afford it. stop
1: them. gonna stop them. We, we rely upon the fact that the career of a U.S. player is very short. Very. Don't talk about Tom Brady with an exception, but it's very short. And you know here they can play until they are 48 years old. So that's an opportunity also for U.S. players. Yeah. because Once you have finished your college career and you are not selected for the NFL, what are you doing? You stop playing in, yeah. in the U.S.? Stop playing? Okay, you can come to Europe and play. play. <laughs> No, but that's, you are laughing, but that's the truth.
0: Oh, I know, I know.
1: Because they are great players, great athletes. Stop playing at 25 because they are, the the college is over. They are not any chance to play in the the NFL. And
0: Well, my 17-year-old son, his name is Soren, and he came and practiced with us in Florence. And he said, Dad, I love this league because when I'm done playing, you know he's not going to be a pro football player, so he's like, "I could play in a league like this." And I said, "And he's like, I wish they had this in America." And I said, "Well, it's good they have it in Italy. You can come back to Italy and play, maybe." So and
1: that, that's interesting. I mean, for for it's 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 a good exchange of of experience, of culture, of everything. No? Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it creates world peace. I think we can get yes. world peace through yes. football.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I that's hope how. To-
0: that's how we'll do it. We don't need any politicians. We just use football.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>.
0: <laughs> well, hey, it's so great talking to you. And uh, I love having you on the show. We'll, we'll do this again if you'd like to. We'll do it again.
1: I'm here. Don't worry. <laughs> Whatever you want, coach. Whatever you want.
0: <laughs> yeah. And um, I just I want to keep up with the league and, and what everybody's doing because I just think it's such a great – you know, when I – when I got there I didn't know what to expect. I got there 8 days before the season started. Yes, I knew. And I was like, yeah, thanks to you. I did. Thank you very much. And um but I didn't know what to expect and what I found out that it was like it was like a big fraternity, you know, where the guys come together, they love each other, they only get to see each other once or twice a week, especially in Florence because it's a commuter team. And Andrea, strong. you know, Andrea he drove from Milan every Friday night to get there and just total commitment, just a great commitment. So, well, you raised a great son. I know your daughter, I didn't get to meet your daughter, but I know she's wonderful as well. She's on the international team. Tell
1: him him to cut his hair. (laughs) please.
0: You don't like his hair? Too
1: long, too long.
0: I thought it was going to get yanked out when he was playing.
1: (laughs) Okay. He he would like to, to, he says, uh, now he's twenty-five, and I say, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" And he keeps on repeating, "I want to be a football player." It's okay when when he was five or six or ten or twelve or fifteen. Yeah. But now he's twenty-five and keeps on saying, "I want. I would like to be a football player." But he's not born in California. He's not a surfer. He's not a windsurfer. <laughs> he works in a bank, and maybe. I, I, um, an hair, a different haircut would suit better for me.
0: <laughs> He looks like Clay <laughs> Matthews. You know who Clay Matthews. He he played for the Green Bay Packers. He had long hair out of his helmet. Yeah, yeah
1: but the Green Bay Packers pay a lot of money. Yeah. This is job. He's you know, working in the bank.
0: He'll you know? cut his hair when the bank when the boss of the bank says, "Hey, Andrea, you need a haircut." <laughs> no,
1: I will never do that
0: it's always mom. <laughs> <laughs> the mom always okay. the mom well it's so good Andrea, will listen to this and he'll be he'll either cut his hair or he'll be laughing <laughs> he'll kill me for that but okay.
1: <laughs>
0: that's why we do this hey thank you so much and uh, let's do this again it's wonderful okay.
1: thank
0: you coach right. thank you very much buongiorno ciao buongiorno Thank you so much, Miss Barbara, for coming on the show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. I know you had some hesitancy. You said, Coach, I don't know if I speak English well enough to be on the show. Well, I just appreciate you for a couple things. You do speak English well, and I appreciate that you didn't uh, make Andrea into a swimmer because he's a really good quarterback, (laughs) and it's really fun to coach him and watch him play. I appreciate you for... Um, All that you do with the Italian Football League and keeping them connected to the international players' pathway with the NFL and just growing the sport and growing the young men of Italy through the sport of football. I really appreciate that. And um, I appreciate everybody that's listening. So if if you like the show, hit subscribe. Hit I like it. Hit I want to share it and share it with your people, share it with your friends and family. And let's just keep repping. Let's keep hearing each other's stories, let's keep getting better, and let's just keep repping. And for today, make it a great day. I am out.